Hello, everybody. This is Joseph Robinson, and you have reached the antithesis. I wanted to thank Percy Scott once again for uh, creating that musical introduction for me. Reach him on his Instagram, P double E underscore D O T underscore C, underscore S underscore S C O T T. Thank you, my brother. Um, and he's also a DJ, very talented guy. Um, I had every intention to get this out yesterday. <laughs> um, had a long day, went into work, went straight over to celebrate my, my dad's 60th, 65th birthday. I was telling him that I couldn't believe it, that uh, I remember his 40th birthday like it was yesterday, 25 years ago. Um, but I uh, was going through the motions and trying to get this out of my of my mouth and my mind. And um, to be honest with you, there was, has been some opposition in, in the way that I've been trying to, to say it. And again, um, you know, if you've been listening to these episodes, and, and I want to thank everybody that, who's been, who's been uh, faithfully listening to these episodes. I really appreciate you. Love you. Um, if you've been listening to me, you know that um, I never just want to speak something and just talk about something without being directed and guided. Um, and so as I was going through the motions and I was trying to record, again, I was, I kept on recording, recording, recording and deleting it and, uh, and praying and uh, trying to get some clarity. What I'm realizing though is this subject is so vital and so necessary that I really believe that there is some opposition coming that does not want me to speak these things. And the reason why is because this the series, the name of the series is actually called Dealing with the Spirit of the Thing. It's called dealing with the spirit of the thing. Now, anytime you talk about dealing with the spirit of something, you know that you're talking about dealing with the root cause of, of issues. And um, and whether those issues might be good or bad. It doesn't have to be bad. You know, um, it doesn't be, have to be a bad issue. And there, there are some good issues that are happening in the world as well. And, and I want to celebrate those things and, and talk about those things as well because there is a spirit behind behind um, uh, good things that are happening in your life, behind the joy and the peace that you're having and, and the union in your, in your relationships and your family and all those things, there, there's a spirit behind that. But you know, there's also a spirit behind all the craziness and, and, and uh, the disunity in the world right now too. And so we need to take into consideration that there is more than what we are looking at, more than what we see. There's an unseen realm that is truly creating the narrative on what we are seeing. And there are people in power and great positions of power and authority that are being utilized, that are being swayed that are being uh, inspired 
sometimes, inspired by God sometimes, sometimes being manipulated by by Satan. But so few of us, I believe that that this is very true, that very few of us actually ever sit down and take the time to remember that there is an unseen realm that is controlling a lot of what we are seeing in our outside world. You know, the Bible talks about this very clearly, that everything that we see was birthed from something that we don't see. Everything that we see is birthed from something that we don't see. We can't put it under the microscope. You can't, you can't quantify it. And it's unseen, but it doesn't mean that it's not real. And in fact, the more real, see, every, the Bible also talks about that everything that we see right now is going to pass away. But everything that is unseen is eternal. Everything that we cannot see right now with our own physical eyes, those things are eternal. Those are the things that are going to last the test of time. Not what we're seeing. This whole world, man, this world is, is going down. This whole world is going to be is going to be gone. And the Bible says that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth that is going to be created. And nothing that we, that we know will be the same. It's going to be brand new, beautiful, the way it was supposed to be before sin ever entered, entered the world. And God is going to, to rule and reign forever. And these are the promises of God that we have through the scriptures. Um... But as I said, as I was, I was, I was uh, going through, you know, uh, this this podcast again is going to be very different from what I had originally thought it was going to be because of that opposition. So I'm going a different way. I'm going a different route with this, and um, I'm just going to flow with it. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come kind of out of my mouth right now. <laughs> But this is really just an introduction to a series. I'm not going to do too much. I'm not going to make it super long. Um, I'm going to keep it real short right now because I know that I, I'm going to need to do a lot of um, research, a lot of praying, a lot of just renewing my mind to this because I didn't live like this for a long time. I didn't live with an awareness of the unseen for a very long time. And the words of my mouth were used against me for many, many years. You know, I I, I spoke about things that I shouldn't have spoke about. And I did things that I wasn't supposed to do. And I didn't really think about the spiritual consequences and and the ramifications of my actions but the bible says in john 10 10 that the thief cometh not but for to kill to steal and to destroy i have come this is jesus speaking he says i am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly 
And when I look back, there was a lot of places in my life where things were out to kill, still and destroy. But you know, the unfortunate thing is that I didn't know that I could be I could be a victor over that stuff. I didn't have to just fall into the trap. I didn't just have to just, you know, just go with the flow. I was supposed to war against those things. I was supposed to use my mouth and my actions and the word of God as a as a weapon of warfare against those things that were coming against me. And I guarantee you, in 2020, there's some things coming against you. Everybody under the, under the, the sound of my voice, there are some things that are coming against you. And you know what's even scary is that there are some things that are coming against you that you have believed that are part of you now. Some mindsets and, and, and some, th- some thought patterns that have been, become so familiar to you. And you thought it over and over and over and over again. You know that what that is? That's a stronghold. You keep on thinking about certain things. And you have to realize that not every thought that you think originated with you. But yet you thought it. You got, you know, some um, some pat on the back for thinking that way by the world system and the, and the way they think. Oh, yeah, this is this. Is, yeah, that's how you're supposed to think. And he thought it over and over and over and over again until it became a stronghold. Until where you're doing things that you know that you don't want to do. And you're not doing the things that you really wish that you do. You, you, you really wish that you would do. See, your spirit, your spirit is being, being isolated or... or, or your spirit is not being able to express itself to its fullest. Especially those who are, who are in Christ Jesus. You know, your spirit, man, wants to express itself in such beautiful ways, man. It wants to express itself by in praise and adoration to God. It wants to express itself by living a righteous life. It wants to express itself by, by hearing the voice of God and just following His lead. But some of us have just gotten to the point where we're just so bogged down by the world's way of thinking that that expression, that freedom of expression has being, is being hindered in our lives. And that's a spiritual stronghold that you're dealing with. Let me read this. Uh, this is one of the foundational scriptures that I'm going to be using in this series. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12, it says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood opponents, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. You know, uh, we we live in a we live in a world we live in a world where we're we're being pitted against each other. <laughs> and I talked about this, you know, in the in the series with loves, and, and so there you're gonna see you're gonna see some similarities in this. 
because the things that are coming against true love are the same things that are coming against you in the spirit. Same thing, same spirits are coming against you to stifle true love and to hinder you in your life. And so you're going to see some similarities in what I'm talking about. But we live in a world where we are just being pitted against each other. And people are talking about, well, well, you know, what happens when, you know, your husband does this and that? Well, you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, everybody wants to give their 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 two cents. Or what if your wife does this? Well, you got to do this and that. You know, I wouldn't stand stand that. Or you look at the media and again, it's Democrats against Republicans. It's, you know, um, everybody against against Trump or everybody against Joe Biden and and. Uh, and you're seeing, you're seeing people say things and do things, and that's so out of character. But you're not really thinking. Nobody is really thinking about what's behind the scenes. So you know what the the greatest the greatest thing to me the greatest trick of the enemy of the devil is for people to think that he never existed. I want to say that again. The greatest trick of the enemy in our westernized culture is to believe that the, that the devil had never even existed. So you don't, if you don't believe he exists, then he has full reign to do whatever he wants to do behind the scenes. And you are totally oblivious to, to the spiritual realities that are taking place in your life. You're also dull and oblivious to the spiritual realities of God and you can't tap into that power and you can't tap into that that joy and that peace that God has for you because you're oblivious to it and you're only living by your sense knowledge you know what you can go a long way by just living in sense knowledge you can you can you can go a long way. There's a lot of people who have just become rich and famous and, and all that kind of stuff um, just from living in the, in the sense realm. No spiritual understanding or, or, or discretion, nothing like that. They're just, just living in the sense realm, doing it the world's way, and making, making money, become famous, all these different kinds of things. But, you know, there's an eternal... There's an eternal realm. And there's an eternal God that looks at that. And to him, see, see, there, there's going to be a time that we're all going to stand before God. We're all going to stand before the Lord. And either we're going to stand with uh, before him in a judgment or we're going to stand before him at his throne of grace. But we are going to be judged by God. And God says this. He says, what, is, what would profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? In comparison to, to eternity, and eternity, man, this life is just a dress rehearsal, man. It's nothing. You know, at the best, you would live 120 years, man. At your best at your best, you're going to live about 120 years. At your very best. You know, the average 
life expectancy in Cal- in, uh, in America is 84 years old. So on average, you're gonna you're gonna live between 84 and 120 years maximum, and then eternity starts. And I don't care how much fame or fortune or or success that you've had now, you can live your life in decadence your entire life. But if you lose your soul and your eternal existence is somewhere you don't want to be, then that's a loss. That's not a win, man. That's not a win. That's a loss, big time. That's a terrible way to be, a terrible way to go. But yet we are we're just so focused on what's going on right now, be, be right and right, uh, you know, right in front of our eyes, right in front of our eyes. That's what we are focused on, <clears throat> how we feel. What we're hearing. These are the things that we are are thinking about constantly reading books on how to become this, how to do that, five, five steps of this, you know, 12 steps to happiness. And you know what? I, I want to be happy. You know, I, I want to live a good life. Just like you, man. I want to get, live a good life just like you. Yeah, I want this life to, to, to count, man, to matter, to be a good life. Yeah, I do. I do. I want to leave a legacy for my kids. I want to have a good marriage. I want to have a good um, I just want to I want to be strong in my body. <clears throat> I don't want to be sick. I'm not walking in sickness. I want it all. I want it, the whole thing. But you know what? I also know that there's more to life than what I'm looking at. And I think that most of us, the vast majority of us, spend about 95% of our time looking and focusing on what we see. When there are realities that are unseen, that are more real than what is being, being seen right now. It's more real because it lasts Something that that can that can deteriorate and and leave and go and and you know that that's that's not that's not real to me. What's real is something that's eternal. And so, this series is called "Dealing with the Spirit of the Thing." I'm going to be talking very explicitly about um, demonic influence. I'm going to be talking about heavenly influences. I'm going to be talking about angels, um, demons, and and your role. I'm also going to be talking about you as a human being, as a as a Christian, especially if you're a Christian, your role in this whole scheme, in this whole this whole tapestry. Because honestly, whether we understand it or not, or acknowledge it or not, the Bible clearly tells us that man is a spirit. He was, he was created in the image of God. That means we have a spirit, an eternal spirit that will live forever. 
and this world and this life is not all that is. We just don't go to the ground and, and it's, it's, it's over. No, we just, we just started. That's just the beginning. And, and whether we acknowledge that or not, we are, have been, all been born into a great warfare. We, are, we have all been born into a battlefield. And this war has been waging for millennia between the forces of good and the forces of darkness. And later on, I'm going to be going through scriptures and, and showing um, what happened in the heavenly places and the war that took place and, and the falling of the great dragon and his being hurled, uh, he, him being hurled from heaven to, to the earth and, and all these different kinds of scriptures. This is real. This is not fantasy. This is not something that we just conjure up, and, you know, just, just to make ourselves sound deep and, and, and esoteric and all that. This is real. And there's real warfare being waged now, right now as we speak, for your mind, for your attention. And the only way that the enemy can ever, can ever have dominion over your life is that he, he has to sway you. He has to influence you. He has no power left. I'm going to be talking about that too, what Jesus did to strip Satan of his power, to strip him of all of his authority and power and, and, and all those kind of things. The only way that he can actually influence the world is people are being swayed to do so and being manipulated. And that's all he has. All he has is, is lies and manipulation. But those are very powerful tools for people who are under the sway of them. And I know that for many years, for many years, man, I lived under the sway of a lot of things that I know I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been under. But I didn't know how to get out. I'm going to be talking about that too. How to be delivered from some of these things. So it's going to be, it's going to be a, a very, it's probably going to be a very long series. It's probably going to be very deep. <laughs> it might go over some people's head and it is what it is because, as I said, I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to say what, what needs to be said. And I'm going to expose the enemy. I'm going to expose that, that old dragon. That old dragon, man. That ancient serpent. The devil. I'm going to expose him. Because very few people are talking about this. Even in the church, very few of us are talking about this. But it is the parent force behind much of the things that are happening right now. And it is, it is, it is creating the narrative behind the issues that you are seeing in this earth and in your own life. So we need to be aware of it. We need to be keenly aware of it. And you know what? We were built for this. See, the reason why Hollywood expresses itself the way it does and, and it talks about all these, these you know, paranormal activity and all these, you know, different, um, you know, sci-fi movies and, and it's all like, you know, um, you know, all these spirits and all that kind of stuff. It's all supernatural. It's because that even the natural man without, without God understands that there is a realm that is beyond him. He knows it. He knows it. 
Nobody has to tell you that because you are a spirit. And the spirit knows. Even though your head might deny it, your spirit knows it. And so people do things without any any kind of clue what they're doing. And they're like, oh, yeah, let me make this movie. And they think, oh, well, yeah, I'm just, this, is just, this is just for entertainment. No, no, really, your spirit is trying to express to you, yeah, there really is an unseen world. There really is. And you need to be aware of it. But we were built for this. We were built to contend in this realm. We were built for this. We are spirits. Man is a spirit. We will live eternally either with God or in hell with Satan and his and his cohorts but we will live, will live eternally somewhere and so um while we're on this earth we need to be contending in that realm this this war that has been being waged for millennia Do you notice something? And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to I'm going to end it because uh, there's a lot to be said, and uh, I'm going to do a lot of studying. But one last thing: do you do you realize that you notice something? That as soon as God calls a man or a woman, as soon as He calls them, the very first thing that He does is He arms them. Why is that? Let's keep on reading uh, out of Ephesians chapter uh, 6. So I read the, the verses between uh, 10 and 12. But I want to read verse 13. And it reads like this. It says, um, Wherefore, take on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand <clears throat> in the evil day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And having done all to stand, stand therefore by having your loins gird about you with truth, and having your breastplate of righteousness in place, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take up the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to extinguish all the fiery darts of the, of the wicked one, and take up the helmet of salvation of the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The first thing that God does when he calls a man or a woman is he arms you for war. Why is that? Because he knows there is a battle waging. And he is captain. He's the captain. Hallelujah. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the one in charge. He's our great high priest, our general. And he's saying, yeah, there's a war taking place. But you know what? Do you notice in the scriptures it says that you need to put on the full armor of God? He arms you, but it's actually our choice to put the armor on. Many of us, so people who don't even know God, they're just going out and, and they're, in, they're seriously in a battle. They're in, in the middle of a battlefield and, and gunshots are whizzing by, bombs are going off. All these things are, are happening in the spirit realm and they don't really know how, how, to, how to deal with it. 
they're dealing with sickness, disease, depression, all these things. And, and the only thing that they have, the only way that they can actually deal with those things is through something external. Well, I'm depressed. Well, let me see my psychiatrist. Well, I'm depressed. Let me go ahead and, and take this pill. Well, I'm sick. Well, let me get chemotherapy. Let me, let me get this. Let me get this pill. Let me, you know, get this, ther- you know, whatever it is, whatever they're trying to do, they're trying to deal with everything from the external and that's all they have because they don't have access to, to the spiritual realities that, that, that can heal them, that can, that can bring them joy and peace and, and, and prosperity. They don't understand it. So they're, they're just walking around with, with no armor on and, you know, stark naked in, in, in the middle of battle and just being totally destroyed by it. But, you know, there's another reality where there's Christians who have put on the helmet of salvation. And really, that's all they've done. Really, that's all, that's, that's the furthest that they've ever gotten in this, this spirit realm is accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, getting that fire insurance, getting the, the reassurance that they can live in heaven for, the, for, the, you know, for eternity after they die. And that's great. Praise God. I mean, you're a part of the family of Christ. You're part of the family of God. That's awesome. But you know, there's still a war waging. And, and in many people who are Christians, they're just getting beat up just as bad because you're walking around just with a helmet on. No other armor, just a helmet. And then there are some of us who put on more armor and... Even more, even some, even fewer of us have put on the full armor of God. The whole armor, the breastplate of, uh, of righteousness. We understand our righteousness. We understand the truth, and it's and it's it's you know it's girding us. We put on the shield of faith. We we've prepared our feet with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. We've taken up our sword, the word of God, which is the only offensive weapon that we have and we are in the battle and we are taking ground that's who I want to be that's who I want to be I I don't always act that way but I'm getting there I'm getting closer and closer and closer and I want to be that warrior that's taking ground and being aware of the spiritual realities that are around and taking the devil to task. Because I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you. We're so oblivious. We live so oblivious to this spiritual realm, the spiritual world. And um, we need to really to begin to, to consider this realm a lot more than what we do. Because it is the parent force behind a lot of what is happening. And um, we're going to be talking about that extensively. Very extensively. And uh, I'm sure God's going to reveal some things to me. And I can't wait to share them with you. So uh, that's really just an introduction to this series. Again, series is called Dealing with the Spirit of a Thing. The Root Cause. And uh, so next time... We're going to be talking about the the great war, the great battle, 
between good and evil and some of the roles that we play in that. Because we've been called to engage. We've been called to contend in this battle. Hallelujah. Um, I want to say thank you again for everybody who's been listening in. Shout out again to um, my wife's blog. Uh, awesome blog. Uh, listen up and read. Uh, she's been adding new things to it. And um, also listen up and read on uh, Instagram too. So she's been a- adding new material, information. Really, really good stuff. Uh, shout out to David, David Beal, man. I want to say shout out to David Beal, my man. Um, I got the honor and the privilege to speak on his podcast, The Daily Davy. That's D-A-V-Y, The Daily Davy. This guy, man, he has a phenomenal mind, dude. It's just like unbelievable. Um, his imagination is just like crazy. <laughs> he lets his imagination run wild, man. And But he also is a, a, a great man of God. Super solid, man. Super, just a super, super guy, man. Just so much integrity. And I had the, uh, the opportunity to kind of see him grow up, too. I'm, I'm, I'm about eight years older than he is. Um, and I just got the, you know, the opportunity to see him grow and, and to transform into the, the young man that he is now. Um, but please listen to his podcast, man. Daily Davy, guy's phenomenal, man. And, and, uh, you also hear a little bit of our interview together and, uh, it's just some of the going down memory lane with him was really cool. So, um, anyway, I love you guys. And uh, I look forward to um, going through our next episode here at The Antithesis.